Good morning, everybody out there in 101 Excellent. How are you doing? Excellent. Excellent. Did you also have weird dreams? Perhaps Ooh. we'll get into my weird dreams. It is Wednesday, my dudes. That's how I felt at 1 o'clock this morning. But first... <laughs> 101X Headlines. Donald Trump was indicted yesterday on four charges related to the investigation into efforts to overturn the 2020 election. The indictment also describes six unnamed co-conspirators. Next up, reports suggest that leprosy may now be endemic in Florida. Central Florida has reported among the highest rates of leprosy in the United States, and reported cases have more than doubled in southeastern states over the last decade. And then finally, Austin ER doctor is saying that 95% of traumatic scooter injuries, can you believe this, involve alcohol. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I guess there has been an uptick again of riders using e-bikes and scooters while intoxicated and finding themselves into the hospital. Um, and all I can say is I have always been a scooter hater. Whenever they sat mm-hmm. there and they piled up all the scooters in the middle of 6th Street, and I don't know, did they try to burn them? That's what I thought in my mind. They throw that them they in the lake, do. Emily. Um, don't I, act like you don't know that's what you're doing, okay? I, all those scooters in the lake, that's Emily Edge. I hate She hates Town Lake. All of these she hates scooters. scooters. No comment on that, by the way. Does she hate guys drinking on Rainy Street? <laughs> no. To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. True. Very true. 101X Sports. Bad news feed Diego Fagundes fans. The man who scored the first goal in Austin FC history is now a member of the LA Galaxy after being traded for midfielder Memo Rodriguez. The Verde and Black could also receive up to $900,000 in general allocation money. Speaking of trades, Justin Verlander is returning to the Houston Astros after being traded by the Mets. The move comes just as the Astros have pulled within half a game of the Rangers after Framber Valdez no-hit the Cleveland Guardians for a 2-0 win last night. And finally, the Longhorns are open fall training camp today, and Coach Steve Sarkeesian says the team is ready to embrace the hate that comes with the high expectations in the team's last year in the Big 12. Quote, I think this team is on a mission. They've taken this mindset of being on a mission. They've kind of adopted the John Wick mentality. Pumped him, Lee. Uh, John Wick mentality? Yeah. Does that just mean that they like can't blow kill up him. cars? You can't kill them. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. getting my action movies confused. Bring, bring everybody you got. And your your bad guy henchman dumb. Yeah. Can't kill him. Won't die. Hook him, I guess. Except spoiler alert at the end of the new movie. He died. What? The Morning X with Nick and Emily. Six to ten weekdays. Morning X, Bird X question time. That's where we ask you a a fun question. You go vote it on Twitter at 101X Morning X. And today's is a little little, little early for this, maybe, perhaps. uh, Do you prefer having sexy time with the lights on or lights off? Again, you can go vote at 101X Morning X. And uh, put me down for lights on. I like to lights see. On? I like to see what I'm working with. Uh, that's, that feels L- literally. Uh, yeah, this comes from. I, I saw a recent survey about. It's a survey on nakedness, where they, <laughs> somebody was trying to figure out these states where people are most confident with clothes on and confident with clothes off, et cetera. There's all kinds of fun facts in there. 
Texas is on a scale of one to ten. We are a five point two. So right, right in the middle. Right in the middle. Right in the middle. Half of us are confident. Half of us, eh, you got to work on it. Yeah, uh, but they also asked, you know, are you okay with having the lights on or off? And um, people were saying, uh, you know, naturally most people said lights, lights off, which I think is the common sure. answer. Um, I think it's just because. You know, obviously demonstrate if you saw my pictures of me in a Speedo over the weekend. Okay. Like, I've just, I've embraced, I don't know if this is good or bad, but I've embraced that I have a gross fat body. And so I'm just like, Stop ah, saying you have a I gross got. fat body, okay? No, no, no. Part of the confidence hey. is you have to be like, I'm happy with my body and I'm happy with how I am. I'm happy with it because I've been trying to change it for several years now. And it ain't happening. So yeah. this, this is what I got. All right. It's my body. Let me be happy. Let me be ashamed of it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so I, I just, I, I feel, I, I'd like, you know, uh, I don't know if it's like a Do you like a visual learner? Yeah. Per se, visual this is, stimulus. This is but, a creepy question, but I mean, you you should answer it. Is it because you want to see your performance during sexy time or is it more of you want to see your partner's performance? I want I want to see my partner's performance. Okay. Yeah, I want to like I said, like Interesting. Just, like yeah, like I, I like, it. and you know, it's just I'll be honest with you, it's a little bit easier to do some stuff when you have, mm. you know, when you can see what you're doing. Gotcha. Like I said, yeah. I want to see what I'm working with, uh, both no. literally and figuratively. No, I'm I'm all for those lights off. Let's let's turn those lights off. Maybe one candle, romantic candle, but, but it has to be an electronic nah, candle. I don't trust myself to blow it out at the end. There's too much oil involved in my sexy time for that candle. That's a flame risk, all right? I told you earlier in news that an Austin ER doctor said that 95% of traumatic scooter injuries involve alcohol. And I can 1,000% believe it because I hate these things. I hate, I hate not, not mm-hmm. alcohol. I don't hate alcohol. Well, depends. I hate scooters. And every single time that I see a scooter, I feel like it's a, it's a risk for me. Not even though they're on it. I feel like I'm at risk. Look, are they... Perhaps highly dangerous. Yes. Is there some sort of disclaimer that nobody agrees to about wearing a helmet? Yes. Yeah. But I still am going to be pro scooter. I like the convenience of the scooters Ugh. when I can get them to work. Exactly. When you can get them to work. See, I feel like like people who ride scooters, and I don't mean this on your demeanor, but you guys are babies to me because when I'm driving around and mm-hmm. you're a risk to me, if I hate you, like my worst fear is hitting somebody on a scooter because that means that no matter what they do, I'm in the fault. So it's the same as a baby. Uh, if I accidentally hit a baby, like push them down, then no matter what I do, like, I will always be in the... Just in no, general. just in general. Like I'm, I'm walking like, where by... Where are you driving where the babies are just on street corners and you're, you're in danger of hitting all these babies? <laughs> no, no, no. Just like if <laughs> I'm like... Emily hates babies. Walking around and a baby bumps into me and falls on the ground and like breaks okay. its head open. It's it's going to be my fault even though well, I stay did out nothing. Daycares, Emily. No, that's their territory. All right, stop I'm not trying gonna... to sit there and just power walk through the daycare. Get out of here, little kid. Thump. So that's how I feel about people that are riding scooters. Is any time that I'm on like driving yeah, downtown, no, I, I, I get I get you because those people they don't follow the rules. They they're don't like, follow they're the like, rules. They're like ever. the bicyclists on crack. Yes, yes. They're not yes. stopping for anything. They're supposed no. to, I don't know whether you're supposed to be on the sidewalk. Are you supposed the to sidewalk. wear a helmet? Like, I think so. BYO helmet? I think so. I think when you sign up I've for the app, I think when they first started, there was things like, hey, you're wearing a helmet, right? And you're like, yeah, totally. Absolutely. 
I would imagine. See, the, these are just the most inconvenient. I, I hate, I hate them. And I well, still to this here. day have never lost my scooter virginity. And I won't. I refuse. Wow. I will walk. I will walk miles. Wow. You know what? My, Not until they marry a scooter, right? What happened to walking? We all like walking. It makes us more fit. Okay. What is this? The 1920? Am I going to ride a horse downtown as well? I would love to. I Look, would take that any day over a scooter. I will tell you this. I, I kind of agree with you with the whole, if you're being worried about hitting them with your car, but also, I assume this is downtown where this is happening, and yeah. I'm just worried about everything. I'm worried about other cars. I'm worried about people. I'm exactly. worried about scooters. I'm worried about cranes. We don't need it. one more thing. Added don't drive to the downtown. List. No cars downtown. No. Just scooters. Congratulations, Arizona! They finally broke their streak of 110 degree temperatures. You did it. You know what? Maybe this is inappropriate. Here's some fireworks, Arizona. After 31 days, now apparently they're going to just start one again uh, today. So fireworks because it's on fire. <laughs> exactly, Emily. That's that's the joke here. Not literally. Uh, am I crazy or does it seem a little a little less hot in Austin? Yesterday when I left work, I know the temperature it, still says it's like 100 and whatever. Well, but. yesterday when I left to get here, it was like 80, like. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that's not too bad. Normally it's 90 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> at least at, yeah. when it's still, it's still dark hot outside. in the middle of the day. But it seems like the, for a while there was like, oh, the heat's just not going anywhere. Now it's kind of, I, yeah. I was always anticipating like, oh, it's just going to get worse once August hits. But maybe, maybe it's not. Maybe, maybe August not. is our savior month. Hopefully. That sounds, that does not seem right. That does not seem right. Ah, uh, you know what? <sighs> it's too hot today. There you go. There you go. Hopefully your sweater comes undone because it's too hot for sweater weather. Um, here's Weezer. Coming up, more on Emily's investment anxiety. Apparently she found out the saving bonds are BS. Yeah. We'll get into that in a little bit. But first. 101X. Headlines. Donald Trump was indicted yesterday on four charges related to the investigation into efforts to overturn the 2020 election. The indictment also described six unnamed co-conspirators who worked in this action. And the next up, reports suggest that leprosy may now be endemic in Florida. Central Florida has reported among the highest rates of leprosy in the United States, and reported cases have more than doubled in southeastern states over the last decade. And then finally, a new list ranks Austin the best barbecue city in the U.S., Yeah, can you believe it? We did it. Woo, we finally got on a good list. Uh, We've got almost five restaurants per 100,000 people and an average Yelp rating of 4.22 for our barbecue joints. And even though Memphis took second place, Texas still represented with San Antonio in third, Houston in seventh, and then sadly, Dallas only made it to 16th. But they're still kind of sort of on there, right? Was this before or after Valentina's move to Buda? Uh... It's present. Are we, are we gonna, so are we gonna before. go down? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so before, but some people still call Buda Austin, right? It's present because of that. Yeah. Fine. Look yeah. here. Uh, unpopular opinion. I'm a sauce guy when it comes to barbecue. So the Texas stuff, it's too smoky for me. I don't like them. I like I like my brisket lean. I like it cut thin, and that seems like it's something that is uh, sh- frowned upon in this state. But yeah, I like the sides. So I I base your barbecue not on the actual meat, but how good All your right. macaroni and you know cheese what, like, is. Th- thanks for taking the heat off me with an even worse. <laughs> Barbecue take. You're welcome. You're Appreciate welcome. Appreciate that. 101X. 
of sports. Bad news for Diego Fagundes fans. The man who scored the first goal in Austin FC history is now a member of the LA Galaxy after a trade for midfielder Memo Rodriguez. The Verde and Black could also receive up to $900,000 in general allocation money based on the trade. Speaking of trades, Justin Verlander is returning home to the Houston Astros after being traded away by the New York Mets. The move comes just as the Astros have pulled within half a game of the Rangers after Framber Valdez no-hit the Cleveland Guardians for a 2-0 win last night. And finally, the Longhorns open fall training camp today, and Coach Steve says that the team is ready to embrace the hate that comes with the high expectations in the teams last year in the Big 12. They've kind of assumed this mentality of embrace the hate. Like, we get it. We're the University of Texas. We get it. This is our last year in the Big 12. Well, we can sit there and be a punching bag, or we can go attack the people that we're going to play. And I think that they've assumed that responsibility to say, hey, we're going to go after everybody else, too. You hear that, Big 12? We're ready to come at you. The Morning X with Nick and Emily, 6 to 10 weekdays. So I hate to be the person on the radio that complains about money. Do you? Uh, I don't make a lot of any money. But anyways. No um, money. You make zero money for this. <laughs> zero. This is free labor. All right. But um, for, I don't know, I'm trying to buy a car and my mom recently found a bunch of savings bonds that I guess my family has been giving me over the years. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm taking everything out of these savings bonds before before they fully mature because it's just taking forever okay and it, it it's it, it's not it's not me it's just that these things are worthless and um because well, you're not letting them mature they're not maturing you're, at a you're, fast you're, you're rate in this economy they're little chickens and be like well this is just a bunch of messy yolk i'm gonna be towards retirement age by the time that's that probably these what things your family mature. intended them for no no they were supposed to be used for college uh because you know in the late 90s early mm-hmm. 2000s we had a very gung-ho wow our economy is going to be great uh, way of thinking about things. And now it's just biting me in the ass because I realized if I want to take this money out, which it's only like a thousand dollars over 25 years, it's only accumulated to a thousand dollars to send you to in the nineties. I don't know. I don't know. A good one, I guess. <laughs> no, a thousand dollars. I don't know. Inflation, right? For ACC, my friend. <laughs> but well, they, they expected it to grow a lot more, but this a thousand dollars savings bond, um, that I'll be taking out is going to cause cost me money because I have to pay federal income tax on it. So I'm just, you know, I just really want to learn how it, how to invest in things. And knowing that savings bonds are crap has shattered my reality when it comes to investments because I've been ha- get, yeah. I've been handed these things to me since well, I was a kid, thinking that oh yay I'm going to be a millionaire by the time I'm 20, and here I am paying taxes on the money that my family gave I mean, that's, me. I, I think that's, I'm not an expert in savings bonds. My family, I, I've got some uh, silver dollars from my grandma that still are in a box up in the closet in a highly secured area. Anybody out there listening? Um, but I think, it's, yeah, you have to pay taxes on, on investments. It's 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 a it's income. I know, but You're it's not like, it's not you... an investment that I made. I was literally zero years well, old. Neither is the returns on it. It's the, are the are the taxes going to be more than you're getting for the cashing them out? I don't know. In this economy, I'm just going to oh keep saying God. in this, this economy. economy. Yeah, that, this is why you're poor and broke. <laughs> no, it's because you're just going my around family, saying in this economy. No, my family set me up for buy, failure. Buy, okay? trade. Like, come on, at least invest in GameStop or something Jesus. before savings bonds. <laughs> So I keep hearing about lucid dreaming. Apparently that's a thing that everybody's trying to get into these days. 
Yeah, even uh, my friend was telling me about how she wants to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I have famously never remembered my dreams. I think it's because of all the uh, the substances that I have imbibed. That'll do it. My yeah, friend stopped yeah. the substances mm-hmm. so that she could have one. Well, I also heard that the secret to lucid dreaming is vitamin B6. Why? I don't know. But oh. apparently that <laughs> activates the neurons or whatever and puts you in the right state to do okay. it. And so I just happened to be yesterday there at HB. I walked through that health food aisle. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Let's grab some B6. I also grabbed some collagen, so I have a uh, pretty hair now. Mm, um, yeah, beautiful. That's right. I can tell. Uh, and I tried it last night, and I don't know whether it was because I got confused and accidentally took two doses of the vitamin B6. Okay. I took one when I got home, and then later on before I go to bed, I was like, did I take one or not? Uh, let's be safe and do it. Uh, but I ended up having a crazy dream about Quentin Tarantino. And feet, right? No, no feet. <sighs> no feet. And I don't remember exactly how it started. Um, but like for some reason in the in the dream world, I was I I, I made friends or something with this weird socially awkward but super nice person, mm-hmm. and she kept trying to get me to go back to her house and like to hang out, not for any like fun you know suspicious. Just is like, hey, do you want to come? You know, like you know, she reminded me of Misty from uh, Yellow Jackets a lot. Um, Okay. That, that, that kind of vibe. Where you're like, she might kill me. Yeah, exactly. And so I was like, you know, at first I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to be involved in this. But then somehow, she used her weird powers to attract Quentin Tarantino as well. And I was like, well, I mean, if I'm going to get to oh, hang out with Quentin Tarantino, huh? of course, uh-huh. yeah, it's not sexual. Emily, get your mind out of the gutters. Uh, and so, like in the dream world, I'm sitting there and I'm trying to remember like all the questions I had about his movies to ask him, while he simultaneously is like trying to talk to me. I'm trying to pretend to let all of these weird movie references that he's talking about. I'm like, yeah, that, that, I've totally seen that one weird uh, Kurosaka movie or whatever it is. And uh, I remember at the time he was really into trying this whiskey that this lady had at her house, and that's why we were all there to try this special mm. whiskey that she had. But he he's a Coke guy. And so he was like, hey, can I get some Coke? Some Coca-Cola. Of the, the beverage. Yes. And like at this point, I'm like, oh man, he's about to, like she's trying to order it through some weird app that charges you a bunch for delivery that was only existed in my dream world. And he's like, no, don't do that. That's fine. I'll just, we'll just do this another day. And I was like, all right, like I missed opportunity. And so and I realized that her house, which somehow was in Galveston, Texas, What's that 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 wow. road that goes by the sea? Seawall. Yes, uh-huh. it was off of that road. Okay. In in my dream world, and but there was a gas station right next to our house. I was like, okay, I'll go get the I'll go get the Coca Cola and I'll do this. And that's when I was reminded of the time that we had Jonah Hill in studio. And this is real world. What are you talking about? Exactly. Jonah Hill was one time in studio <laughs> back in the day for Get Him to the Greek, and okay. I bought him a Coke out of the vending machine. So in your dream, you remembered a memory. I, yes, and that's what snapped me back into the real world. So I never actually lucid dreamt. Yeah. But I did almost get to ask Quentin Tarantino about what's in that briefcase in Pulp Fiction. Wow. Spoiler alert, it's Marcellus Wallace's soul. That's not Quentin's thing. That's my own personal fan theory. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Um, your friend or anybody else who wants to try lucid dreaming, uh, try some vitamin B6. You'll at least have crazy dreams. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right, Emily, as my young portion correspondent. Uh, what is going on with this Lizzo story? Are we is, is oh, it, are boy. we finally turning on Lizzo? Uh, d- to be determined. But there was a bunch of accusations uh, and like claims made against her 
uh, from her ex dancers saying that she the was like girls. she was like overworking them and she was kind of fat shaming one of them and then there was like some sexual misconduct and coercion and other things like that and that also her dance captain mm-hmm. um, was trying to convert the dancers to her religion and was like hmm. scolding people for having premarital sex. Does it say what religion? Um, probably. I'm not going to say. One of, the, one, of the, one of the Jesus ones? Yeah, one okay. of the Jesus okay. ones. The ones that believe, don't, don't believe know, in maybe premarital it was, sex. Maybe it was a fun, you know, Scientology type thing or something. That was cool. Yeah. Um, so it's bad, but I don't know, man. Just have, have we finally turned on Lizzo? Are we ready to tear her apart after we've built her up for the last couple of years? I mean, this is pretty bad. I don't know. Like, like since like three versions of this morning show ago. I've had a Lizzo joke ready in the chamber and fired off, but I was like, no, no, no. This will get me crucified by, all, by, by all the Lizzo fans. Ooh. Is it finally time for my Lizzo no. joke to go out over the air? No, 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 no. Let's, let's right. wait until right. these are like right. completely confirmed. Okay. All right. Not yet. Not yet. But it's, it's coming, Lizzo. <laughs> coming up later on this hour, Emily teaches me how to slide into hot girls DMs on Instagram. Oh, Apparently no. That's, that's a, what I'm doing. That's a thing. Yep. Ugh. Yep. You're revealing all the secrets. I gotta get to them DMs. But first. 101X headlines. Donald Trump was indicted yesterday on four charges related to the investigation into efforts to overturn the 2020 election. The indictment also described six unnamed conspirators who helped with the action. Next up, reports suggest that leprosy may now be endemic in Florida. Central Florida has reported among the highest rates of leprosy in the United States, and reported cases have more than doubled in southeastern states over the last decade. And then finally, Mattel wants to pay somebody $17,000 to play Uno. Uh, They're looking to hire a chief Uno player who will be tasked with challenging worthy competitors to their new game called Uno. Uno Quattro and teaching them the new rules. The craziest Quattro. I know. The craziest part uh, is that the four-week position will come out to be about $277 per hour. Uh, you can apply by August 10th on their TikTok channel by creating a video. But yeah, I don't I don't care about this job in New York What is Uno Quattro? Uno Quattro? What is Uno Quattro? It's basically like it's a mix between Connect Four and Uno. So you like stick the the oh. little things down, mm-hmm. and you try to match them up. No, I don't we like don't that. know that. Like that. It's, it's not out yet. I thought yet. they Give were finally chance. going to embrace stacking draw fours. Uno has been against stacking draw fours, and no, that's so I'm like uh, I, I I reject your position, Uno, unless I can I can stack draw fours because that's how you turn. That's how you do high stakes Uno. All right, high stakes Uno. That's how you do high stakes Uno. <laughs> that's how you do. My family is going to hate me at the end of this card game, Uno. Yeah, those are the stakes, Emily. Your I family's like love. Those, those are the stakes. No. One hundred one X Sports. Bad news for Diego Fagundes fans. The man who scored the first goal in Austin FC history is now a member of the LA Galaxy after being traded for midfielder Memo Rodriguez. The Verde and Black could also receive up to $900,000 in general allocation money out of the deal. Uh, Speaking of trades, Justin Verlander is returning to the Houston Astros after being traded by the Mets. This move just comes comes just as the Astros have pulled within half a game of the Rangers uh, for the division lead after Framber Valdez no-hit the Cleveland Guardians last night for a 2-0 win. And finally, the Longhorns open fall training camp today, and Coach Steve Sarkeesian, he says the team is ready to embrace the hate 
that comes with the high expectations in the team's final year in the Big 12. They've kind of assumed this mentality of embrace the hate. Like, we get it. We're the University of Texas. We get it. This is our last year in the Big 12. Well, we can sit there and be a punching bag, or we can go attack the people that we're going to play. And I think that they've assumed that responsibility to say, hey, we're going to go after everybody else, too. Yeah. Are you pumped, Emily? Are you ready to hook them, I guess? I'm so ready to hook them, I guess. Anybody want to take me to a UT game this year? No, it's always about being, getting free tickets, tickets for you. Yeah, I'm not buying them. The Morning X with Nick and Emily. A new survey says that 47% of new relationships are starting by people uh, sliding into DMs on social media. And I am ready to embrace this new technology. Embrace the new technology yes. that came out 10 years ago. Well, so here's the deal. It's like I've always, like since the days of Facebook, Yeah. you know, whenever I follow all of my hot female friends or, you know, randos <laughs> or whatever, they, I, they post a picture and then there's just like the comments are flooded of just all these desperate guys being like, oh my God, gorgeous. Oh, you look so beautiful. Yas queen. Yeah. And like, I don't want to be, I feel like I'm one of those people if I slide into the DMs. Uh- I think you can change it. I can give you some tips because the 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 strategy is you need to make it as personal as possible, okay. but not in a creepy way. Like, let me give you an example. Now, do I have to know this person somewhat in real no, life, or can no. you just like okay? So no, I, no, no, I can no, go no. up to Megan Fox's Instagram and be like, "Hey, oh. MGK, that guy's terrible." Okay, uh, what you, you need could. is a real a real person who respects you. Sure, you could if that's if that's who you're going to shoot for. But honestly, I would say maybe somebody more local. Okay. That's your best bet. Like for example, if you uh, if some girl posted a picture of her latte at some I don't know pretentious cafe mm-hmm. in Austin. Sounds you, like just the kind of girl I'm trying to meet. I mean. They're pretty cool. Those artsy girls. They're they're. I'm I'm a little biased, but I like them. Um, you could always slide up in the DMs and go, "Oh my gosh, that looks delicious. Where did you get that from?" Mm-hmm. And then there's a conversation starter, and it's not creepy. It's not, "Oh my gosh, where did you get that from? Your boobs look so great." <laughs> it's, "Wow, we okay. both share an interest had, in something I had, I had like a coffee." List of, of, of potential openings that I was going to run by you. I'll cross off the Are ones. Cro- like, Damn, girl, look at them feet. Oh, yep, maybe not that Don't one. Mention feet. Okay. No. Mention, okay. What, what else about, do you have? What about hey? Your body has really bounced back from that baby. Oh. Excellent uh, bikini picture there. Nope. No, no, no. I would say bouncing back and body should not be in the same sentence. Ah, That's ah, offensive. Focus on their personality and their mind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And don't Uh, comment about their weight gain or loss. That's weird. No, I'm talking about their fitness. Saying you're keeping it tight. Okay. Keeping it tight on that third kid. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, what about, hey, what an adorable picture of you and your husband on your fifth anniversary. Are you ready to cheat on him yet? (laughs) No. Now that one's funny, but again, I think you're going to get more of a restraining order. I mean, that's I feel like I feel like DM. the fifth year. That's when the marriage really starts to fall apart. The magic is gone. They're fifth ready. They're year, ready really? to stray. Really? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not good at. All right. Well, I'll keep working on it. So I'm about to turn 40 years old, and I've lived adjacent to Austin or in Austin most of my life, and uh, I'm a little bit ashamed to admit that I have never once been to Peter Pan Mini Golf. Oh boy, you need to get on that real fast. That's what you're telling me. It might be running out of time. Yeah, uh, right now Peter Pan Mini Golf is caught in a fight with a large real estate agency. Wow, who would have who would have guessed? Oh, that classic timeless tale of the rent is too damn high. Yeah, basically in 1999 they signed a 20 year lease with a company. Um, and then it was later replaced with the Texas Juvenile Justice Department. Mm-hmm. And when they took over, uh, they signed a new lease in 2019 for only five years, 
which means that their lease will be up April of 2024. Um, and it's interesting. They actually show here that the monthly rental price in 1999 was $575. That's incredibly low. Yeah. And now it's $5,500, Yeah, which yeah. for like a putt-putt place... I don't know how much they're making, but I don't, I don't know if it's I don't, that. I don't know if it's that. Yeah, I don't I, know if it's that. I, I don't really know if it's that. Um, but it's really sad. I mean, this place I, has been around since 1948. It does it's feel a like, like an Austin institution. Like, they should be able to claim historical status. Like, that's that Peter Pan, that Tyrannosaurus. That. Yeah. Well, and you know what? I don't know if this helps you with historical status. Yeah. But you know I'm a big fan of Lone Star, nine, or 911 Lone Star, which is okay. based here in Austin, Texas. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, while they didn't call it Peter Pan because they have to, you know, do a Transmorphers, trans, a Transformers type yeah, thing. Yeah, Disney. Hmm. There was a mini golf that was downtown in 911 Lone Star, and that's where the volcano erupted. was oh. in the middle of, like, whole nine. So, I don't, I mean, that that to me counts like they we should preserve them just for the fact that like hey that's the place for the the tv show that i saw so i don't know if that helps you guys out peter pan people but uh would you say april next year april of 2024 so go support now it's still byob will i oh it's byob yeah yeah. we're getting crunk at peter pan oh that's the point it's a lot of fun i know that (laughs) nick just showed me an article where it was talking about how fitness influencers don't wear underwear when they're working out and you seem very shocked well, I don't. I don't know if this is a. I can't imagine not working out because there's there's too much going on down there for guys. Yeah, that it needs to be secured and tightly strapped down to avoid pinching and, uh-huh. and like I, like I do yoga and I'm always like I don't want to I don't want to accidentally expose myself yeah. to people with when I'm doing a full wheel or something like well, that. Well, I'm sorry to say uh, to you and this article, this concept has been around for a very long time. I sometimes don't wear underwear when I'm working out. But it's 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 not it's not because of what you're thinking. Don't get your head out of the gutter. You guys are disgusting and dirty and gross. Um, it's because it's like any other clothing item that's made for women, inconvenient to us. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have pockets. That's already a big issue. But like when you try to wear the fitness uh, shorts, mm-hmm. most of them will give you the worst underwear underwear line ever. Even if you wear a thong, you can still see your underwear. Under these like fitness shorts, is that bad because you don't? It's embarrassing, or because of the toxic male gaze? All of the above. Because I feel like just when you're working out, it should be like a functional thing. I'm oh, not it's whole, about I that. agree it's, that it should be a functional. But I also think like, like I don't see why underwear necessarily necessary. You know what it is? It's like uh, what is it? The bird dog shorts that have built in. They yeah. should have the technology to just reinforce everything you need down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you don't need act- the, the underwear action. Yeah, well, uh, luckily they have uh, the the fitness people have started making shorts that have things so that you can not wear underwear and you can mm-hmm. be totally fine as a woman. Um, but oh, you know, I wasn't even thinking shorts. I was just thinking the the leggings. Oh yeah, that too. Um, I don't really do it that often because my worst fear is getting pantsed, and I just have a fear just of being randomly. being in a gym and somebody just pantses me. <laughs> Well, you know what that means. Oh, no. Please don't tell me. That's right. Please don't it's tell me. It's back. Football is back tomorrow. The NFL's preseason will kick off. But did you check this out? I've got good news for you. Okay. I think I know how to get you hooked on football this year. What if I told you you could watch football and SpongeBob at the same time? 
Okay, I'm intrigued. I'm yeah, intrigued. They, they've actually been doing this for a while, uh, a few years now. They do like a simulcast. They show it on Nickelodeon. Uh-huh. Uh, like the Super it, Bowl? Well, they, they've just been doing regular season games, but now they're doing the Super Bowl this year. So oh. you can go watch the Super Bowl on Nickelodeon. Hmm. Uh, now, here's the one thing, is that I, I would love this. I've checked it out. They do like, when you kick a field goal, they'll put SpongeBob's face between the goalposts so you kick it at SpongeBob. <laughs> and somebody scores a touchdown, they'll put like slime will shoot up into the end zone. That's fun. But only on TV. Oh. I kind of want it to be in real life. Real life would be kind of cool. That would be so much more fun. Uh, but they also, they have like, a, the Nate Burleson, is a, he, he's a commentator. And like they've had, I don't know if he's still there, but they've had some stupid kid. That keeps talking, trying to talk football on this thing. And I don't want that because they, this is from last year when they did it for the Broncos uh, Rams game. But they had Patrick doing some analysis. Second and nine, and, and the Broncos, and those are the big horsey uh, players. They have the ball, and they're going to see if they can find a way to move it. Oh, nice. And so what's happening? Oh, there's Russ Wilson. That's called uh, an interception. That's close. That's close. Bobby Wagner. That's not what he wanted to cook. See, if you just give me SpongeBob and Patrick sitting there calling the game the entire time, no human beings, no real people. Yeah, I might be a little bit more in- entertained. I, I'd I be a thousand percent more entertained. I would watch that exclusively. That's how you should do your sports show. Stuff. With SpongeBob and St. Yeah, Patrick? Yeah, yeah. Have them uh, be guests. Keeping score with Nick, SpongeBob, and Patrick? Yes. <laughs> the Ninja Turtles movie is out. Right, have you seen it? I might go see it today. I might go see it this afternoon. Uh, but all week long, I've been trying to get Emily hyped for that turtle power by teaching her about Ninja Turtles things. Sorry, I yawned off uh, off mic. Yeah, good. She yeah. on, on, yawned on mic. That would have mm. been better. Mm. Oh. Uh, do, you remember, do you remember the names that we talked about yesterday? Donatello. Okay. Michelangelo. Okay. That's it. I, I, right, I, I got hey, one more. I got one more. I got one more. Yeah. No, 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 no. I oh. like last time I only got Donatello. <laughs> yes, yes. Now I have Michelangelo. Yeah. Two out of four now. Well, I thought the answer is got to be, hey, did you not know that there was female representation in Ninja Turtles? What? It's not just Where? the four brothers. So in the OG cartoon, there was uh, Mona Lisa. Although she was technically more of like a salamander than a turtle. Okay. She came in for one episode where she was a college student that was mutated and became one a One episode? Trip. We got one, yeah, episode one episode with Mona Lisa? One episode with Mona Lisa, never to be heard from again. Still not convinced. Now, after the cartoon series, they came out with a just god-awful live-action series where they had Venus de Milo who was a fifth turtle that was uh, apparently Splinter just forgot her in the sewers when he scooped up the other four. Oh, my God. Eventually, eventually, eventually she got back there. So, yeah. So uh, she was reviled by fans. Everybody hated her. And it actually led for several years to the comic books being like no, literally advertising no female turtles. What? Yeah. Now, since then, they She's have added some again. more. Mm-hmm. Huh. So then there was Jenica, who was a Ninja Turtle. Now, I'll tell you this. Instead of having like weird shell boobs, she just looked like the other Ninja Turtles, but mm-hmm. she was just female. So that's that's progress. Okay. Uh, by the way, her bandana colors were yellow. Wait, so, I thought there was a yellow one. Is no, there not a yellow one? No, Michelangelo's orange, Raphael's red, Donatello's purple, Leonardo is... Uh, oh. Unless in certain indica- certain parts where they're all red or they're all black, but that's... But yeah, she was yellow. Uh, and then they finally brought back recently Mona Lisa, or excuse me, um, not Mona, Venus de Milo. 
except now she's like this weird Frankenstein type thing where like her arms and her legs have been cut off and reattached and I think what? she can move them independently like the statue because the statue's got no arms. Yeah. So yeah, so so does that does that help you out? Not really. Knowing this that is there's that not, they literally hated a female turtle and then cut her apart and put her back together. <laughs> It's not bad representation because it's there, but it's also just sad. Yeah. I've never heard about these poor lady turtles. Mm-hmm. Also um, named after pieces of art, not artists. That seems kind of Oh, that is weird. weird. Yeah, they're just objects of beauty for you to look at. <laughs> Don't make my news time. That's our every day at this time. We try to counteract all the doom and gloom of the headlines. Tired of worrying about the heat? Well, don't worry, because Emily's got a fun, heartwarming story to take your mind off of the disaster that that is. What do you got for us today, Emily? Okay, well, this one's about an adorable boy, a seven-year-old boy named Alex Sparks, who spent his birthdays wishing that his arm would grow so that he could hold a fishing rod with two hands and go fishing with his family for the first time. Um, Luckily enough, I guess uh, somebody... So I take it he does not have a... A fully formed other arm. Yes. He's, okay. He's born okay. without an arm. Okay. Correct. Gotcha. Yes. Um, and he, I guess, applied to get a bionic arm and if, through this company, and he needed sixteen thousand dollars to do to purchase the arm. And a nice plumber named James, who James has his whole other story about just being the kindest plumber in the in Britain, decided to uh, donate $16,000 to give this little boy, Alex, a brand new prosthetic limb. Um, it's also Black Panther themed, which is oh. adorable because he just loves Black Panther. So now cute little Alex can hold the fishing rod with two hands as he stands with his dad and goes fishing. Uh, I guess his favorite activity. So how adorable. Oh. All right, look, I'm just going to totally sidestep the idea of whether this English kid is a uh, cultural appropriating this Black Panther hand. Look, I'm happy that my man is is got a hand. That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's lots of sorts of stuff that you uh, c- could probably not do as a kid. Like brush um, your teeth? Like I was thinking more hands? like playing video games. Oh, that's The too. idea of, of, like, that's always been one of my biggest fears is, is losing a body part yeah. just in general, but also, like, I, I, how would I play video games? With how do you tie your hand? shoes? I was more concerned about the video games. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> but for fishing, look, how do you catch fish? With a fishing rod. With a hook. Yeah. Get him one of those old school hook hands. That's oh. all you need. Okay. You want him to you throw his hook, hook hand in the water? I don't know, but like I'll just say, why do you need a special bionic hand? It just you catch fish with hooks. Get him one of those old school hook hands. Teach him how to noodle. Where you <laughs> stick your arm in the catfish's mouth, and then you pull, you hook it, and you pull it out. You don't. I'm, I'm glad he has his hand. Didn't really need it to make his dream of fishing come true. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, sixteen thousand dollars. That's a lot of money. When I guess you could just be Captain Hook. Good for you, Alex. Go catch some cops. As you just heard, we're doing Office Space uh, tomorrow night. Is that right? Thursday night at Thursday Cahoots? night. The Summer Cinema. Uh, and I was talking to Amy about it yesterday, and she was like, "Why?" Well, because apparently we're doing all Texas-themed movies. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert! I think the next one's gonna be Spy Kids. See, which that I can I can get down. Yeah, with. the Robert Rodriguez. But you did not know that yeah. Office Space had uh, Austin connotations. No, I had no idea. I've so, honestly never seen it. Well, uh, I have an opportunity for you tomorrow night. Oh, awesome. Uh, Perfect. So, yeah, not only is Mike Judge a sometimes Austin knight, like he has a house here, a place here, at least he mm-hmm. used to. I don't know if he still does or not. Uh, but they also filmed several scenes here. So, oh. in a tech, the, uh, compl- the, the office place that they work at 
Yeah. That's down south. That is uh, over by 290 and uh, our 71 and 35, just east of that. That is where they filmed that. They, I think now it's like a just a little office complex there. Uh, the now I can't think of the name of the place, the Chotsky's place, the restaurant where Jennifer Aniston's character works. That's over in the Arboretum, but mm-hmm. now apparently it's a bank or an investment company or where something like that. Where did they break the printer? That actually was filmed in... Uh, it was an open field. I it, now it's apparently a California pizza ki- pizza kitchen. Oh, <laughs> so I assume it's the one that's out there, uh, way down south. Yeah, and that's this is over by Barton Creek. Maybe not. Maybe it's over here. Maybe it's north. I don't know. But yeah, now it's apparently it's a they they paved over it to put up a little rest uh, uh, California really? pizza kitchen, Interesting. which seems kind of appropriate for just the way that Austin has gone techie. And just, you know, we replaced this this historic field where they yeah. smashed the printer with the California pizza place. So, yeah, well, lots of fun stuff. Okay, well, if you want to join me at Summer Cinema, go to 101X Morning X on Twitter. Yeah, check out all the details at Inca Hoots. Mm-hmm. Meet us there. And then apparently Peter's apartment is over off Metric, just north of Breaker. So, really? He's yeah. just like us. Just yeah, like us. Just like us. <laughs> okay, upon further investigation, apparently the field where they smashed the printer in office space is now the domain. No way. Yeah. That was a field? Yes. That's been there forever. No. No. <laughs> when you go to your domain staycation this weekend, Emily, you are you are we staycating on cinematic history. Hey, how oh about that? Oh my goodness. Hey, how about that? Just take take a printer and just go smash in the middle of the street there. See what they do. The Morning X with Nick and Emily. Six to ten weekdays.